Ladies and gentlemen, living color. Yeah! We want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. The bell is rung. Today is Wednesday, November 20th. This is your host of the Indie Wrestling Show podcast, brought to you by Sports Talk with Friends every Wednesday at 7 p.m. from right here in Corpus Christi, Texas. And I'm joined. Oh, well, we get a jam packed show. Today's going to be a little bit different. We're trying to switch things up for all you new listeners out there. On your wrestling show, we talk about uh, well, the state of professional wrestling and independent world and also a little bit of professional wrestling we're going to get into some nwa power in a minute uh but at this time i'd like to bring on the show my undefeated undisputed greatest tag team podcast host in wrestling uncle leroy jr welcome to the show wow you got it right i'm the hustler 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 you know if you're from the walls you'll know what that is but hey this is dude uncle leroy don't say the leroy without the junior Kicking it on this uh, Wednesday with Chris Costello, man. But look, we doing things a little different today, huh? Yeah, a little bit different. Uh, I got word from uh, our uh, support team. Yeah, we got one of those, and they said we're gonna have a special <laughs> guest that I don't even know who's it gonna be. Uh, they told me that it's gonna be on the spot, and but uh, this week they told me instead of me doing the interview, they said they want you know because they want something different, you know. And I said, well. Uh, I said, well, whatever you guys like, uh, they said, it's going to be the great Uncle Leroy Jr. Uh, representing, I believe, the University of Grambling. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Yes. Hey, look, we got so, definitely. Yeah. That's how we rocking the hey, I like that shout-out for Grambling. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. But, look, we definitely got a you know, guest on. You know, no, he's no stranger to Sports Talk with Friends, of course, and might be the indie wrestling show, but we got smoke on this thing. What up, what up partner? You got to get your intro. Whoa, what up, what up, what up? It's clobbering time, baby. Hey, right, right, right. You've been on the Indie Wrestling Show before, so, uh, you know what I'm saying? We got some great insight tonight. But what's going on, Chris? Well, uh, as you might or may not know, I'm sure everybody's heard by now, uh, the big controversy with uh, the hot NWA Power latest promotion uh, featuring Sports Talk with Friends, our very first guest, Thunder Rosa. She's part of the roster out there. Uh, Well, their announcer, he kind of got into a little hot water by, you know, I'll give everyone my take on it, see how you guys feel, uh, during a match. And uh, he said one of the wrestlers, I'm not going to repeat what he said, but he basically said a racial, uh, bad-tasting joke. And uh, I'm guessing, I don't know, I can't make any excuse for the man. He knows what he did. And uh, they had to pull the episode off the air. And then today he resigned. So not a good look for NWA power, but to their credit, they took swift action. But to me also, it's kind of weird because that show was actually recorded seven weeks ago and ain't nobody heard it. Nobody edited it. And so now the one guy who said what he said is taking responsibility. So what do you guys think of what happened today with uh, Jim Cornette resigning Uncle Leroy Jr.? 
Oh man, you put us on the spot right quick, man. I ain't much, I didn't even got my uh, lines ready. So hey, I thought we, we should be, I thought we were gonna take us a quick break or something before we get back into this guy. <laughs> All right, we'll take our first break here, and then you rest the show. We'll be right back. Let's go. Ain't nothing but against the fuck. KBZ, what up? Oh, shit. <laughs> you done fucked up, man. You done put two of America's most wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to feel this. Break out the champagne glasses and the motherfucking condom. Have one on us, alright? I paint a perfect picture, bomb a hoochers with precision. My intent to suck your with that some double OP. Dog, my fucking homie, you the cold ass nigga on them all. Show up, I keep my hand on my gun, cause they got me on the run. Now I'm back in the coat room, waiting on the outcome. Free two pockets, all this on the niggas' mind. But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine. So I'ma get smart and get defensive and shit. And put together a million march for some gangsta shit. So now they got a slate, two multi-millionaire motherfuckers catch a case. Mm. Bitches get ready for the throwdown, the shit's about to go down. Fuck me and Snoop about to clash. <laughs> I'm losing my religion, I'm vicious on these school pigeons. You might be deep in this game, but you got the rules missing. Niggas be acting like you savage, they out to get the cabbage. I got nothing but love for my niggas living last. I got a pit named P, she nigga Rena. I got a house out in the hills, right next to Chena. And I think I got a black Mimo, but my dream is to own a fly casino. Like Bugsy Siegel, can do it all illegal. And get scooped up by the little homie in the Riga. Mm. It feel good to you, baby bubba. You see, this is for the G's and the keys, motherfucker. Now follow as we ride. Motherfuck the rest to us the best from the west side. And I can make you famous. Niggas, you dime some geeks. I can make famous. I live in fear of a felony. From the VIP, heard the nightlife, lost life, what I need Most of in the state, wanna be my me The whole city got pissed, heard he got three That other rapper got a hip and shouted, he not down. Who set the city on fire soon as he got free The king back now, Raw don't even know how to act now Hit the club, strippers getting naked before I sat down See a ball, the money stacks all the shack now See a push a button and let the roof on the lag down We're back from our first and only break here on the Andy Russell Show it's your host, Chris Castillo, coming at you live from Corpitos, Corpus Christi, Texas, joined by Uncle Leroy Jr. And a special uh, guest host, uh, Mr. Smoke, is in the house. And we were just talking about uh, Jim Cornette and what he said yesterday on the show, which was very controversial. My take on it is uh, that wrestling is a place where everyone comes to have a good time and to get away from the problems of the world. And there ain't no place for racism at all and wrestling and Jim Cornette uh, I guess uh, NWA turned the page on him and he was released and that's the good thing he's of the past and he's going to be staying in the past that's my take on Jimmy Cornette what's y'all's take on him man whew. you sound like uh, pre, like the priest over there there's no place for racism <laughs> racism is in America sir Separatism. So it's here, it's in everything, it's just on, you know, who acknowledges it and how they do it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, Smoke, what you think about this? At first, because I'm still trying to find out what he said. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you. He was talking, <laughs> I forget which wrestler he was talking about, but he was like, he's so tough, 
he could uh, strap a, 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 a box of chicken on his back and run through Ethiopia. <laughs> what? You know, wait, wait. What was that? He can box a chicken. Yeah, a box of chicken, strap it to his back and run through Ethiopia, and he'll be able to hold his own. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you see the narrative, it's funny. But if you want to be soft and sensitive, you know, I get it. But I mean, hey, that's some tough shit. But you know, what else comes to look it up? I see it. Wait, he said Trevor Murdoch, I believe. Yeah, Yeah, Trevor Murdoch is the only person who can strap a bucket of fried chicken. To his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. <laughs> Trevor Murdoch can take care of himself. Basically, true. <laughs> true. That's, that's what? Yes, yeah, sir. Well, no, no, we're going to go ahead and move on, slide on past that one, and we're going to move right in onto our uh, Uncle Roger. Who is our special guest that's going to be interviewed tonight? Because I still don't have an idea. Is he on the line or what's going on? <laughs> it's you, man. We we we're interviewing oh, Chris. Oh my Costa. goodness. Oh, okay, all right. So the interviewee interviewer is going to get interviewed. So that's a good little twist for all our listeners out there. Um, all right, go for it. Ask, shoot away. Uh, any questions you want to ask me? I'm, I'm open to answer. What is your take on this whole Jim Carnett situation? Well, like I just said, uh, there's no room for racism, sexism, or homophobicism. I probably uh, messed okay, that word up. Okay, let's stop it. Let's stop it. Cause you deflect me. Like, come on, man. Like, tell me who you really are. Like, what is going on? Like, you not so we're gonna do an interview with you, and you're gonna put your PR team on. I well, want the real. I mean, like you gonna yeah, sit here and the real is is that probably was you work well, in government back in the okay yeah. I'll, I'll put it like that. Like, trafficking we know that so us to acknowledge it not acknowledge it we're perpetuating the ignorance so that's why I'm asking you what is your thing what is your take on the Jim Cornette situation well just like okay I okay here's a little something you don't know I love Sanford and Son right. So, and it's funny to me, but a lot of the stuff they said back then would definitely not be received well by today's audience. So what I think is Jim Cornette said something and it wasn't received good by this audience. Maybe in the eighties or seventies, people would have just laughed it off. Like, Oh no, big deal. But nowadays with uh, a lot of people are sensitive, uh, I didn't go over so well. So that's my take. on Well, I mean, yeah, well, I guess we go because he's he's we're passing over. I guess we have to do a different show to discuss that. <laughs> so my next question to you is, uh, you know, what inspired you to get into wrestling? Because we know that you you know you started as a promoter announcer. So you know what what sparked your interest to get into wrestling? It actually happened once upon a time in Mexico, uh, five years ago. <laughs> it's a true story. I, I watched wrestling since I was a kid, but then I went across to see a lucha libre match and I ran into. Uh, a guy named Pentagon Jr., which no one knew at the time, but now he's part of the Lucha Brothers. And talked to him and a cousin of mine, and they got me involved. I went to a local show. I talked to some guy, and I said, hey, how can I get involved with this? And he says, you want to get involved? They show up next week. Uh, we need an announcer. So just like that, I became an announcer. Two weeks later, I became a general manager. 
and this promotion was just barely starting. We did shows, parking lots, anywhere, uh, even a nursing home, recreational area. Uh, that show featured uh, Santana Garrett, who's now uh, the Women's of Wrestling former champion. That's on uh, XS TV. A lot of good wrestlers were there. And I just got started like that. Met more and more people. And now uh, Laredo Wrestling Alliance is one of the best promotions in Texas. And now uh, doing this podcast and just keep on going from there. That's how I got started. Awesome. Oh, cool, cool, okay. cool, cool. Okay. All right, so what's your, uh, get to one in smoke. I got to get You know, since, you know, you did the general manager thing, the ring announcer, you know, you kind of did it like a, a, a Teddy Long type of thing. So yes. this is my next question. Did you ever get involved into the ring physically? And if oh, you did, yeah. Did, uh, you know, what did you like about it? Who if, did you work with? Well, you know, if you're going to be in the world of wrestling, eventually you're going to take uh, some sort of physical uh, bumps, as they say. Uh, I wasn't trained or anything, so it was limited. Like, you can take a chop to the chest, uh, been hit with a broomstick in the stomach, um, in the back with a chair one time. So, yeah, that was my... Um, activities but like i don't really get too involved i just do like with a, a little spot or something but now uh nowadays i kind of stay in the background and, but it was fun yeah to get in the ring and all that you have to be ready to defend yourself at all times and because uh, you never know what's going to happen okay. all right since we're talking about the ring so what do you, you know what do you what is your response when people say, oh, wrestling is fake, it's not a real sport, it's just a bunch of acting? So, you know, what is, you know, how do you, especially being a general manager, you have to defend the sport of wrestling, the art of wrestling. So, you know, how do you defend it? Well, with that, when people say, oh, wrestling's fake, I don't, them, well, I don't think you could ever fake falling off a ladder or falling down or anything like that. And those kind of people... Who's, who will hate on wrestling and say, oh, it's fake, you know, that's for little kids or whatever. They don't get it. I'm not worried about those people. I'm more into the people who do like it and do understand that it is uh, it is entertainment, but it's professional wrestling at the same time. Uh, working out isn't fake. Uh, taking the moves that they do, the training, the years of it, uh, risking their life, none of that is fake. So that's where I stand on that issue. Okay. Well, I know for one thing, last year Triple H tore a pectoral muscle in uh, Saudi Arabia. That's damn true. <laughs> yeah, it's not fake at all. Agreed. Uh, yeah, agree. and even like a, another example, one of our uh, previous guests, uh, Antonio San Francisco, that young man, uh, he just two weeks ago had a match and he had an injury inside the ring. And another previous guest of ours had a back injury, Angel Blue. I mean, several people. Uh, in inside the ring, so it's it definitely it's predetermined, you could say, but there's nothing fake about wrestling. Okay. All right, so I'm glad you got into the predetermined because that's one of the questions. That was the next question I had. So how do how does it uh, how do you determine who's going to win and who's going to lose the match or who's going to be the good guy, who's going to be on the bad team? Well, as in everything, it's uh, the one who calls the shots is the one with the money. So basically in the independent world whoever is the promoter the one who's paying the wrestlers they're going to be the ones deciding before the show who's going to win who's going to lose 
maybe no one's going to win, no one's going to lose. They determine the matches beforehand. And, of course, the wrestlers go over their match. They talk about what they're going to do. And the promoter, he decides who's going to win, who's going to lose. And and it's uh, in the culture of wrestling that must be followed. It's a big no-no to not do what you're told, just like in any job, you know. You don't do what the boss says there because there are going to be consequences. So that's how it's determined, and uh, it's not determined by the wrestlers at all. Okay. Mm, that's good I can, I'm going to ask you this question. I know how some promotions, some new promotions, I'm going to go ahead and say AEW, there, is it better to go the way they're going by counting the win-loss ratio? Or is it better just to have, like, WWE and NXT just having matches and going on popularity? Well, that is a great question. I'm glad you asked that. That is, I didn't even think about that before, but that is something new and something that's evolving in the world of pro wrestling. And I actually like, I mean, because it gives it more, it, it validates them being there. I mean, and them having an actual record, actually keeping track of what their wins and losses are, it brings a more importance to it than just, yet another match you know so that's a great question and i like it it's something new it's something original somebody um who gets paid a lot more money than me probably thought of that idea and i think it's a great idea it's awesome i think right, more so, uh, promotions should should do that you know from now on so with wwe actually being on Friday night and on primetime TV, how do you think that impacts the world of independent wrestling? I think it's a great thing because like like you brought up, uh, SmackDown is on Friday. Uh, Tonight, as Smoke just said, uh, All Elite Wrestling is tonight. Also, WWE NXT. I could go on all day. Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling on Saturday, Women of Wrestling. So there's so many organizations popping up. And then in the independent world, like Major League Wrestling, they are going nuts. Wrestling promotions, California, Texas is super hot right now. All that means is more opportunity for wrestlers to get paid more money and provide a living and more entertainment for the fans. So my whole life, I'm 43 years old. I never seen the wrestling world this like exciting. I'm talking not just pro wrestling, but also like lucha libre wrestling and can't. I have on the new wrestling show, the Facebook page. We got wrestlers from. Uh, the United Kingdom on there. We got Japanese wrestlers, Canadian, Mexican. Literally, it's now global. Just those 400 people, they're from all over the world, literally. And um, it was, well, I'm going to have a little shout-out to the Facebook page. It was built for wrestlers to network with promoters to get bookings. And then, say you go to a big promotion and you go to a bigger one, which can lead to, like, take Simon Guevara. I don't know if you remember, Uncle Lee, right there in your... Uh, we had a promoter, Mr. Trevino from Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. He wrestled Cody Rhodes two years ago here in Corpus Christi. Cody Rhodes now owns All Elite Wrestling, and because of that match, Sammy Guevara made such an impression that now Sammy Guevara is on Wednesday nights and got signed. So uh-huh. that's a big success story from independent wrestling. He sure wrestling. is. He sure is. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good story. I think. Well, Smoke, oh, actually, yeah. before I take the next question, I got a question for you. What do you think mm-hmm. of intergender wrestling? Like last night, I put on any wrestling show a uh, uh, Facebook page, uh, Brian Cage I versus think, the best female wrestler in the world, Tessa Blanchard. That, what do you think of that? I thought that read transgender. I said, what the hell kind of wrestling is this? <laughs> 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 that issue was my first impression of it because a lot of these 
indie promotion, they have intergender matches, intergender yes. tag team matches. So me and myself, I actually think it's really wonderful because it's basically putting the women on the same level as the men. You know, I get it, WWE got the women's revolution and all that stuff. But if you ask me, they had other promotions like uh, up-and-coming NWA's uh, TNA that were doing that way before WWE was doing that. Women doing hardcore and stuff like that. And I just love the idea. Tessa Blanchard, she's really one of my favorite women wrestlers of all time, right about now. Wow, that's a great, great answer. And I really like that answer. And, and since we're speaking about stars and everything, while I'm here, uh, I want to invite everyone to join the New Wrestling Show Facebook page and Sports Talk with Friends. And there you're going to see a big event January 11th. It's called South Texas WrestleFest. Why is it important? Well, that's a chance for you to meet guys like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Scott Steiner and Kelly Kelly will also be there. So just throwing that out there. More information is on the Facebook page. My childhood, Kelly Kelly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a big <laughs> event that I... I actually, I'm going to be doing a, a little joint adventure with uh, my friend Sports Tacos from Corpus Christi, and I'm going to be re- uh, representing the indie wrestling show down there and uh, taking pictures and talking to the wrestlers down there, especially looking forward to meeting Ricky the Dragon Steamboats. Oh. Yeah, he was one of my what, favorites growing up. That is on January 11th in Far, Texas, uh, the valley near the border of uh, Texas and Mexico. Okay. I'm going to try to make it because it's not everything. Yeah, Uncle Leroy Jr. knows about that border town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sir. sir. Yes, sir. While we get uh, getting ready to wrap things up, uh, man. So, you know, I know wrestlers hate this question, but uh, even out of the ring. So I'm asking this question anyway, GM. What's, who are your top two? Uh, well, first, who's your top luchador wrestler? Like in the independent scene or worldwide right now? Period. What's who's well, rewind? Who's your favorite luchador wrestler? Mm, okay, because favorite and who's the best are I guess two different questions. Favorite, what did, um, did I say? Best or favorite? I mean, I think I want to say favorite. Okay, so favorite for me, just personal bias. It's got to be the Laredo Kid. Uh, this guy's phenomenal. He's fast as a bullet. He's in shape. He helps his community. Uh, I actually did a show with him, and he's a real luchador. Luchadors wrestle wherever. It doesn't matter. Parking lot, kitchen, no matter, anytime, any place. <laughs> he wrestled in a house show, literally in front of my friend's house, parking lot. This guy's a megastar, and he the whole neighborhood showed up. It was about a year ago at a show called Love Hurts that I named and put him on the front of the flyer and met the kid and met the wrestler, I'm sorry, the luchador, and his name is perfect because you meet the dude, he looked like a kid. I was like, are you Laredo Kid? And I couldn't believe it. He's like, yeah, I'm Laredo Kid. I was like, well, the name fits you perfect. But once he put on the mask, he was like a superhero. Everyone went nuts. So for me, my favorite luchador is Laredo Kid from Laredo, Texas. All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So who's your favorite wrestler? Independent. My favorite pro wrestler, male or female? Man. Making this difficult. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Period. Okay. Period. Okay. Favorite rust right now. It's got to be my girl, one of our very first uh, um, guests here on the show, who just got in that MMA cage. 
for Combate Americas in San Antonio. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Thunder Rosa. She's yeah. now on NWA Power, so that's my favorite pro wrestler. Hands down. Got to support well, that's her. That's cool. Right, that's cool. So, you know, she was on the indie wrestling show before, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, And she's pretty cool and badass, too. Shout out to Thunder Rosa. <laughs> yeah, to get oh, in the MMA cage. Oh, yeah. Have you seen one of her matches? Yeah. Uh, like as far as you mean, like in the cage? Yes, that just happened recently. No, I was talking. I was talking about Uncle Leroy. Have you seen any of her matches? Yeah, so when she came on here, I had to uh, I had to do some research on her. So that's how I, figured, I found out who she was and checked out a few of her wrestling um, wrestling matches. Well, I'm gonna give you a little side note. She with another yeah. another awesome woman woman from my childhood. Melina, I just love that combination. I love the story uh-huh. that they have. She's a phenomenal wrestler. All right, well we well we gonna have to get okay. your people on the indie wrestling show maybe one of these uh, one of these Wednesdays. But man, any shout outs? Uh, anything you know? Let me pass the mic back over to you, Chris. Since uh, you know we took you out the hot seat, it was a great interview. But uh, man, we about to get oh, ready to go, you. huh? All right. Uh, shout outs, yeah, shout outs to uh, Sports Talk with Friends, Spotify, uh, LWA, once again, uh, amazing pro wrestling, my friends out there in Laredo, um, get well soon, Antonio, San Francisco, and uh, Brian Scott, Bryson Scott, those are my shout outs, any shout outs, Uncle Leroy Jr., before we go? Oh, no, we got, uh, I'm going to say mine for last, uh, oh, we, hold on, Smoke D, yeah, let you do yours right now, you got any shout yeah, outs? I can do mine right now. I want to give a shout-out to you guys, most importantly, for having me tonight. Thank you. I want to give a shout-out to the the Sports Talk with Friends group. Wow. Check out the Sports Insight. Yes, sir. Um, If I'm wrong, that's Friday nights, right? Because, you know, I'm getting back in the way. Right. Welcome back. (laughs) And most importantly, I want to give a shout-out to the city of New Orleans, man. Just like that. Bam, bam, bam. Stay like that. Well, you're just like that. Well, look, this dude, Uncle Lee, bro, I got to give a shout-out to Spotify, you know what I'm saying, and to this show. And to you, Chris Todd, still keeping his G-rated. Look, I'm trying to get this thing live wire. But you, that's sir. what Uncle Lee, bro, do. You know, check us out, Sports Talk with Friends on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram, STW Live. And look, we got a Ugly Sweater Christmas Party, second annual. We're giving out $500 for the best sexy elf or the best. Ugly sweater. See you then, December tw- uh, December fourteenth. You should do it, Uncle Leroy. And that wraps up for tonight. See you next time on the Make Them Say Ah, oh, the Na 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 Indie Wrestling Show. We'll see you next week, everybody.